This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Coming this summer to a theater near you, or maybe a television in your home, or possibly the computer in your basement, or the laptop in your kitchen, or the tablet while you're sitting in bed. Hey, you may be watching these movies on a phone in the bathroom, but regardless of where you're watching them, these films are coming this summer. Maybe. Unless the release date gets pushed back again. <laughs> all, all those things that are so specific and right. <laughs> That's yeah. how I watch movies. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Big Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our 300th episode. Holy cow. Now this one's 301. It's not as exciting as 300, but it's still pretty cool. It was so nice of everyone to say, like, congratulations on 300 episodes and yes. 300 more. <laughs> Thank you well, we had, I was going to say we had a fun time uh, recording that episode. We actually talked about it a lot. Uh, I don't want to get into it here because we already talked Recent about it. Recent and Bit. Yeah. On our Pake and Bit. If you don't know what a Pake and Bit is, it's a kind of an off-the-cuff discussion, a pre-show discussion where we just kind of chat, chew the fat, mm-hmm. talk about what we're, we're watching. They're only about 10 minutes long. Yeah. Oh, Please. They end up being like 40 minutes each time for yeah. some reason. I like a tight 10. These guys keep pushing it. Sorry. But for uh, at patreon.com slash bacon cell, you can hear those. It's a little more, a little more raw, a little more unrehearsed. Yeah. Not that these are rehearsed. We don't rehearse a lot of these shows. No. This is the third time we're doing this show, Joel, and you know it. <laughs> yes, but it's a, a patronage starts at only $3 a month, so for that $3 a month, you can get extra bacon. Now, I like this little almost, plug you're throwing in right here. Almost every week. Well, it's because we already talked about it, and I was like, I don't want to get into but it all over again. Yeah. It was so good to actually see people live, right, yes. and have kind of, and granted, we didn't have an audience. We could have, considering the size of the stage we were on, yes. yeah. but it was so nice to get together with listener. Yeah. One listener. One listener. And Zach, you brought this up on Twitter yeah. that you would like to do a live bacon sale show at some point. Absolutely want to do that. We're kind of getting to the point where that's mm. maybe a reality. Yeah. yeah. And, and thanks again to Bob. Uh, Absolutely. Bob yeah. for letting us record at the Midville Main Street Theater where Quickwits will perform hopefully soon. We want to get live shows back in. And congratulations to Spencer Larson. The another listener. Oh, another term as listener. Legendary. And might I add, congratulations, Spencer, but also congratulations to Team JK. Yeah. Boom. Oh, my god. Back gosh. in the saddle again. <laughs> Australia. Hey, take it easy. We still won. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. And, and uh, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? We are talking about the summer movies that we want to see and maybe don't. Remember how summer used to be awesome? (laughs) (laughs) Like, remember back in like, let's go back to 2019 when everyone wanted to see the new Marvel movie called Endgame. (laughs) And movies are saved for summer, typically... Because that's when people are spending their money. They want to go yeah, out. To see the big blockbusters. Yeah, they air, air conditioned buildings. Yeah, they want to beat the heat. Yeah. They want to have a fun summer activity for kids. There's so many reasons why you'd go to a movie in the summer. And well, then something happened that affected movies for a year and so on. Because a lot of the movies that, I mean, in the past have been like these big temple movies. Exactly. And we've been excited for these. But last year, we didn't even do a summer movie preview. No. How could we? Because there wasn't anything coming out. Exactly. Uh, except for Tenet. Was that summer? Tenet, Tenet was the August. summer movie. Yes. Yeah. So that was the, that was our numbers one yeah. through five. <laughs> it's a very short show. Yeah. But then, and so this year we, we talked about it. We said, can we do Is it worth year? doing? Can we talk about movies that we want to bomb and movies that we want to see? And it was tough because there aren't the tent poles. Well, some, if they don't get pushed back, like you said in your intro, mm-hmm. some may come out. And that's why I really wanted to do this show is because no one really knows or cares when movies actually come out anymore. Because either they're going to Netflix and they'll find out eventually. But I want to let people know, hey, there may be something worth watching. Maybe. There, and that's just it. We have, we have some shows we think are worth watching and others that we think are not worth watching. Right. But the thing I kind of struggled with, I'll say, 
is that normally I go and see what's coming out in theaters and yeah. just kind of go through that list and then see the ones I like, watch a bunch of trailers, read some summaries. Because mm-hmm. as you get farther out, there's less, there's you know fewer details. But with this one, I felt like I had to look more at streaming options as well. Like what are some of the Netflix original movies that are coming out? Right. What are the, some of the Amazon original movies? What are some Hulu original movies? And start looking at these mm-hmm. other streaming platforms. It's just what it is now. Yeah. Because it used to be like, oh yeah, straight to video, straight to DVD, straight to streaming. Yeah. Like as that's progressed... That's kind of the lower bar. But nowadays, it's like, okay, well, if it's coming out, we got to consider it. Sure. So it's kind of weird to think about that. It really has changed things. But I feel like you guys are just like single-handedly trying to promote movies. Like, say, go to these movies. Yes. Or, yes. Or, or don't. Or we really hate this movie. Yeah. yeah. Or, or say, hey, if, if you're going to go to a movie, let's here's what you recommend to you know spend that effort on or that, that time or money. Right, as opposed to maybe these are the ones you or want to just avoid. watch it on your phone in the bathroom. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't your legs do will fall asleep. But yeah, who's going to get mad at that? J.J. Abrams. Oh, Isn't everyone. He like, don't, don't watch it on your phone. Nolan for sure. Nolan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so we hope that uh, by giving you uh, these lists of movies we both don't want to see and do want to see, that you'll get an idea of hey, it's this it's, is coming up this. It's summer. like refreshing people's memory. Yeah, because like, most oh, of these yeah. movies were meant to come out early last year. Yeah. yeah. Well, even like, I, I think I heard that Top Gun Maverick, which is not coming out this summer. Yeah. It was started filming back in like 2015 or something like that. Ridiculous. You know? And then they still keep pushing it back. It could have come out this summer, but they're like, no, no, let's wait a little longer. Well, I've already waited long enough for that movie. That's true. Okay. So you are going to present your top five and I guess bottom five. So we'll start with the five movies that you want to bomb. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start on a negative note. Well, okay. Well, As we, we do. We talk about, you know, want to bomb or that we just want to avoid. You, yeah. you personally will avoid. And you'll start from your fifth choice and work up to your number one. Yeah. Please. Sounds yes. good. Yes. All right. Sounds good. Um, what do we have uh, for your fifth choice? Uh, go ahead and Kent. I'm going to start. So my number five is Hotel Transylvania. Transformania. But you like the Hotel Transformania Actually, franchise. Actually, number three wasn't super great. But no. I really you know, like the, the cruise first ship? two. Yeah, the cruise ship was horrible. They're making it, another one? Yeah, so they're making another one. So, oh, my word. And normally, I looked at this one. I'm like, oh, I kind of like this franchise. For some reason, Adam Sandler and the gang. Is better anim- you like them better animated. Yeah, and, and the fact that Jendi Tarkovsky, who did Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter's Laboratory. It, there's so much style to it. Zach, do you know the reference? That's on Cartoon Network. Right. Did yeah. you ever watch it? Not really. I was a Nickelodeon kid. Uh, so oh, okay. it was on adjacent to Modern Life sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, I would yeah. have watched it, but I didn't watch Cartoon Network. Okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Yeah. But I, I really like the director, and uh, he was so much a creative process behind it. So the, Darren Aronofsky's directing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And somehow, the comedy of these guys worked. Like, it all kind of played really well together. Okay. So let me give the synopsis first and why I don't want this one to succeed. So this one does come out on July 23rd in theaters so far. Mm-hmm. No streaming platform quite yet, but it's Drax Pack is back. Like you've never seen them before in the final chapter of the Hotel Transylvania franchise. We hope. The well, final, so they make money, right? The final chapter should have been the second one. It should have been. Or maybe they just should have tried harder with the third one. Because it ends in like a DJ battle. Yeah, there's between like, the Kraken like, and... What was going on there? I don't know, but that song has been stuck in my head since then. Has, wait, it, it that, has? That keyboard song they play where it's just... You remember something from Hotel Transylvania 3? Yes. <laughs> that's too bad. I, that's why I don't like it, though, because it's in my head. Yeah. Right now. So the reason I want this to not succeed, and it seems crazy that this is the case, Adam Sandler is not playing Dracula. What? what? I know. I know. 
So it's this guy named Brian Hull is taking over for the for the lead. Brian, what, Brian okay, Hull, the okay. YouTube impressionist. Yeah, I think so. Hold Actually, on. Yes. Hold the phone. I know. Why wouldn't he do the movie? Well, that what I'm saying is Adam Sandler's got something better to do than a movie. Well, maybe another Uncut Gems because he's trying to take his career more seriously. No, but he's got he, like a six-picture deal at Netflix. Yeah, like Hubie Halloween sort of he quality. He has been right? golfing a lot. And it's so weird because all of his buddies are in this movie again. You know, you have David Spade and Kevin James in the, in the gang. And Adam Sandler's not in. I'm shocked. He couldn't lend his voice to this movie. Like, that's how little maybe he cares about... The movie also. Well, I think he felt like number three ended on, on such a positive. Uh, yeah, Toy exactly. Story He's like, I can't do this again. My, my artistic integrity won't allow me. Also, new directors. Jenny Tartakovsky, who is the creative voice behind the series, mm-hmm. is no longer involved at all. Oh, wow. So the, I'm just I read really quickly on Brian Hull. He is he kind of gained some fame doing uh, impressions of Disney characters. OK, like he's saying Let It Go and a bunch of different uh, Disney character voices. There actually is a uh, Hotel Transylvania short that was released called Monster Pets that I've actually yes. watched twice. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's where they learn how you get, they got the big dog. Yeah, Brian Holt does the voice in that, and I didn't even know. Oh, so he's pretty good then. Yeah, I, I had no doses. So yeah. kids, there you go. Be a YouTuber, and one day you could be in an Adam oh, Sandler sequel that. movie. <laughs> because then people will actually want Excuse to do me. that. Animated um, Adam Sandler sequel movie. Um, yeah. YouTubers are so much richer than we are. So Yeah. Oh, oh we so should, much. We should try that sometime. No. 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 I'm not that talented. Oh, Zach always wants us to do a YouTube channel. What are you talking about? Sorry. But I think it's. it seems kind of like it's lost its magic without the same director and without Adam Sandler. It yeah. seems like something else entirely. Let the record just, show. Uh, can't just say Adam Sandler. It's magic. Oh, I'm so sorry. In a, in a movie formula, Adam Sandler is magic, according to Kent. Hey, you've been watching his movies lately. Adam Sandler is going to be, uh, be proposing to Kent soon, is what Kent's saying. <laughs> I do. All right, so that's my number five, Joel. What, what do, do you have? have? My number not, my number five that I want to avoid is F9. Really? How dare you? It's not going to bomb. Don't even think my opinion's going to okay. affect this movie in any way, and shape, it or shouldn't. form. And here's why you shouldn't have it on. Okay, maybe I should wait for you to describe what this movie's about. Okay, here's the plot summary. Family. The, the key most often used to open mission control on an Apple computer. <laughs> F9. Come on. It's the ninth one of the franchise. Who cares about the plot at this point? <laughs> everyone no, else. Unlike no, your movie, Ken, everyone is back. We got we got Vin Diesel, Michelle hey, Rodriguez, Tyrese Joel. Gibson, Ludacris. Paul Walker. Paul Walker's not back. He may be. He may be. In eventually. CGI. Helen Mirren. Charlize Theron. Oh, don't forget. John Cena! Bah, 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 bah. Directed by Justin Lin, who's done a bunch of these as well. John Cena plays the brother to Dominic Toretto. This movie series about family, it's never mentioned his brother before. It's because they're fine. estranged, Kent. Yeah. Maybe that's why family's so important to him. <laughs> so we all joked around sure. about uh, the next Fast and Furious franchise, uh, next movie in the franchise being mm-hmm. in space, Cars in Space. Yes, we have. This one, according to the trailer, comes dang close to space. Rocket cars. There's rocket cars, like stratosphere stuff happening with these cars. Yeah. There's also... They'll, they'll probably breach the atmosphere in this one. Probably so. And then the next movie will There's be in space. There's a severe lack of physics in the trailer as well. Oh, in, of course. In the, the franchise. Yeah. I, I, but okay, I don't think they understand how magnets work. Because there's a scene where they're like, <laughs> yeah. magnets! 
and they're like throwing cars around with the with the you know just it's crazy and I'm like so that's not selective magnets. Remember, yeah. remember in F8 or Fate of the Furious, of the, yes. Furious. the Rock punched a torpedo, he kicked it, he kicked it, he kicked a torpedo. So it, it doesn't get your story straight. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> Fate and the Furious. <laughs> Uh, this series is not doesn't need to have good physics. This is going to be the highest grossing movie of the summer. I agree. Without a doubt. This comes out in June uh, 25th. Boy, they should have stopped at seven. And this is one where Vin Diesel Really? Was seven like, was the stopping point? This was the one last year where Vin Diesel was like, no, we're doing this movie. You're going to... I am Groot and we're going to get this movie out. I, it's gonna I be love important. how your Vin Diesel is just Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Sylvester, I was actually trying my hardest not to do Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> the thing that bugs me about this franchise, and it's just me. But I get so annoyed when they bring back a character and I'm like, oh, they were in the movie before? I've forgotten them. Yeah. Like, okay, is Helen Mirren really that important of a character that they want to bring her back? And everyone's like, oh, she's back again. Is Charlie Stern that good of a villain where we want to see her again in another movie? I don't want no. to see her in a movie with that haircut. No. Yeah. Wow. And then they're like, uh, and I'm not going to give any big spoilers, but they're like, oh, this character you thought was dead was back. And I'm like, I forgot he was dead. Honestly. Well, they did that with Anna Lucia in like the fifth or sixth one. Buh. Anna Lucia yeah. from yeah, Lost. Lost. That's Michelle Rodriguez. That's oh, yeah. That's a real us. name. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. So there you no, go. My- you can't have this one in your Hope They Bomb list because we need movies like this now. This is probably what the Oscars were we missing. Need better movies than this. Oh, sure. But this is a big tentpole blockbuster that people will enjoy. It's a straight up popcorn movie that is brainless. Yes. But we kind of need in these times just, that we're in you know when you drive a car for a really long time and sure. the tread gets really low and the, the guy's like we got to change your tires and you're like i'm good and you keep running on the tires and they're <laughs> yeah. getting bald you can see like the thread and everything and that's what this franchise no, is doing that's why you put rocket packs on your car because your tread is so <laughs> they low. should have they really should have just kind of put this car in the shop a while ago and they keep going oh, and they never the will tires are bald they're as bald as vin diesel kent <laughs> but it will make well i don't know if this one will make the kind of money that previous ones have because no, people aren't so, no ready way. for the theaters it'll yet. make a lot relative to relative, what yeah. is going on it's not going to hit the the billion dollar, dollar mark i don't know no. i think it might maybe overseas so I, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking this will be pulled out overseas. I think it's going to cross the billion mark. Really? I think so. I'm just hoping for an after credit scene where Angelina Jolie with bleached dreads walks in. Oh, and Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage is behind her. I and then would, we cross over to Gone in sixty oh, seconds. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd be so good. <laughs> Keep an eye out for that. Yeah, they should really do that. All, All right, what's your tense. number four then? Oh yeah, Joel, you want to give your number yes. four? My number four comes out August twenty seventh. It is a Netflix original movie. He's all that. Yeah. Oh. So uh, sounds familiar. Is it? Is it based off anything? Is, is it a remake? Yeah. So he's all that. I, I just want to give how Im- important this movie is. Which, for the record, that's not the soccer one with Amanda Bynes, right? No. Because he's the man. Okay. Yeah. She, she's all that was the uh, 1997 Freddie, yep. Freddie Prince Jr. 1999 romantic comedy of Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel E. Cook. Oh, Rachel E. Cook is. But just to give you an idea of how uh, important uh, this movie is. <laughs> Uh, it's aggressive. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't even have its own Wikipedia page. It is a subsection. Kind of like us. Of she- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a subsection of She's All That in the... Uh, hold on. Let me let me see here what this section is called. So they're saying like a slight adaptation or... The re- it's called Remake. It's like the bottom of the page just, just above the notes in the references section. And there's no link to an external page? Nope. It's just this, which... I give a movie a little little clout if it has, has its own Wikipedia page because most movies you're do. Because you, yeah. This one does not. Here's the plot synopsis, in case you didn't know. I'm going to read it just as it's, as it's written okay, here. Okay, I can't wait. 
A teenage girl sets out to give a nebbish classmate the ultimate high school makeover, an updated remake of the 1990 film She's All That. Nebbish? I don't know what nebbish means. Is that like a Middle Earth word? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I look at it a little bit nebbish. nebbish. I mean, that would be the sort of counterpart, the nerdy Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah. yeah. So but, I looked at the cast for this one, mm-hmm. and Addison Ray, who is a TikTok star, plays the popular girl in the movie. Meanwhile, Johnny's son from Cobra Kai plays like the nerdy guy. Is he nerdy or is he just nebbish? I'm not sure. Nebbish. I'm going to look up he, nebbish. He seems like he's pretty well put together, kind of like Rachel Lee Cook was anyways. Yeah. She was adorable she when was she was the nerd. Adorable. Uh, it's like go. you take glasses off and she's uh, good. Nebbish Happens is, to me. A, is a word that means a person, especially a man who is regarded as pitifully ineffectual, timid, or submissive. Welcome to Nebbish Sale. I'm Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm Zach. <laughs> I also like how they call this an updated remake. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's redundant. So she's all that. Fine. It had its moment in the 90s. But I don't like remakes. Uh, now, unnecessary remakes, I should say. If the, movie, if the movie has a legacy, let it have its legacy. Don't yeah. try to remake it. This was a popular one that people knew. Also, I hate gender swaps in the sense that it's a lazy way to update the story where it's like, oh, yeah, we're going crazy. Instead mm-hmm. of a boy, it's a girl. Instead of a girl, it's a boy. Crazy. We're I, so original. This movie is made for one reason. I think it's to see if TikTok stars can be actors or yeah. actresses. It's an yeah. attempt at, yeah. at putting them in the mainstream. It's cashing in because it's currently yes. popular. If that can sell. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. It's, I, it's a great choice because I don't want to watch this one at all. Good. Nope. How about you, Kent? What's your number four? All right. This premieres May 28th in theaters and Disney Plus with 30 extra dollars. It's Cruella. Oh, you mean Boo. The Joker? The Joker, a live-action prequel feature film following a young Cruella de Vil. We've talked about this one a fair amount. There have been a few trailers already as well. This one will be premiering pretty soon. Look, it could be fine. The director is kind of incredible. His name is Craig Gillespie, and he's done I, Tanya, Lars and the Real Girl, Fright Night. Like, really good filmography. And then he does Cruella, a movie that no one needed. Honestly, this no. might be a sleeper hit. You think You so? think? I do. Why? I, I think it's it might take itself just seriously enough okay. that it might be a sleeper hit. Huh. It's honestly because it's uh, got that Harley Quinn energy. It does. It's got that Joker energy. But it's like kind of like copying it? Yeah. Well, it might, be presenting, okay? it might be presenting it to a different audience, though. And look, I've hated those Disney movies that are like a straight shot for shot, like Lion King. A shot for shot remake when they go for live action i say in quotes right and this one is more the maleficent route if they but if they make her that's not a great route if they make her a true villain if it's a villain origin story a la joker but they're not going to so what will they a little bit more about the plot so it's estella is her name in the movie she grows up being a con artist and she manages to find her way into the world of the rich and famous right her work is commissioned by a rock star and she starts to lose it as she just tries to keep up with everyone else and it could be like this nice play on madness, but it's also a Disney movie about Cruella DeVille. And I just don't think they're going to go full villain on this one. Yeah, they'll have Dalmatians kind of shy away from her or dogs like not like her at all. Mm. And that will be the joke. But to what end? I get you. Do we need this movie? No. No, no not don't. at all. You make a fair point that it's I don't like the live action yeah. shot for shot remakes. I also don't I don't like villain origin stories because inevitably... They're going to show some human element where it's like, oh, they're not really, you know, they're not really a villain. No. Yeah. Yeah. We, we should feel bad for them. And I'm like, no, just we shouldn't feel bad for Cruella yeah. DeVille. Although Emma Stone is super capable. Like, she's probably going to really shine. You still like her, right? 
I still like her. I think the La La Land luster will last for a little bit longer. <laughs> we'll see. That was what great. Is, what is she? La La Land luster. Yeah. What has she done since? The I La think La nothing. Land, the yeah. La La Land luster will last a little longer. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It will linger a little longer. So a fun fact, filming of Cruella was delayed due to Emma Stone dislocating her shoulder at a Spice Girls concert in London, where she fell off her friend's shoulders in June 2019. Been there. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. Anyway, so Cruella, which will be on Disney Plus premiere on May 28th. That's your right. number four. Is, so it is coming to theaters, though, as well? Yes, as well. Okay. And Kent, also give us your number three, please. This one I just barely found out about, and I was already annoyed. This one is premiering on Netflix on June 30th, and it's called America, the motion picture. Ha! <laughs> the animated one? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that on Netflix? They had a video premiering all their summer movies. Yeah, yeah a little sizzle reel. Yeah. And so this one showed up, and they're like, is that Channing Tatum as George Washington? He's like, don't worry about it. Yeah. So the story of this one is... A chainsaw-wielding George Washington teams with the beer-loving bro, Sam Adams, to take down the Brits in a tongue-in-cheek riff on the American Revolution. And this is basically like, remember Sausage Party, how they try to be real funny and dirty about food in a grocery store? This seems like that, but with the American Revolution, and I'm, I'm just not there for it. It feels like if this would have been done 20 years ago. Right, when comedy was a bigger deal yeah like around the time team america world police honestly where it's yeah. kind of like this tongue-in-cheek kind of haha funny or like hot shots yeah oh yeah, yeah. but th- it feels like this is going to be a little more mean-spirited it's it's avengers in crass animated form mm. i think because mm. that's that's the thing all these founding fathers and mothers in this movie they all have superpowers and they're all just pretty they're dirty. all built they're all yeah like, bulky like gi joe type and makes gi joe with american history right and huh. it's it's got like acclaimed equestrian paul revere there's an angry geronimo renowned scientist thomas edison like they're just going for whatever names they can pull from the past mm-hmm. to make superheroes i guess it is directed by matt thompson who is clever i think for cult audiences so he's done archer and c lab 2021 which i am a huge fan of c lab well really? i was in college anyways when it was really late that at night. That is not surprising to me. <laughs> is it not or no, is it? it's not surprising to me. Do you not like C-Lab? It's fine, but it's definitely one of those adult swim kind of things. I love a little. I, for some reason, and I wasn't even on any substances back in college, uh-huh. but I really like C-Lab 2021 and like Space Ghost. That was the best time of Adult Swim. Brack show and everything like that. But it is very like, it has to be one in the morning to really appreciate this guy's comedy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like America, the motion picture, is trying way too hard and will be funny among people who just like kind of stoner movies. Yeah. Oh, it's based on art from years ago with like a bear riding. Yeah. Which I and love Abraham Lincoln with that lasers art, coming up. That's the joke, eyes. right? That, that's the funny. So it's, it's entirely based on these ridiculous art. Yeah. Presidents which, who are warriors. Ronald Reagan riding a velociraptor. Yeah. And, and sure, we got Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. And maybe that's maybe when this movie should have come out around the same time when we those jokes were funny. Mm-hmm. And now it just seems poorly timed. Yes. Yeah. Joel, what's your number three? My number three uh, comes out in July, and it's a live-action remake of The Little Mermaid. Wait, what? That's still on the slate for July. No, no, no. It's no, still no. on the well, slate for it's, July. It's on the slate as of now. I was going to say, still there. It's Is it a Disney live-action? Yes. It is the Disney directed by Rob Marshall, who did Chicago. No, there's no way this movie's coming out in July. There's, there's no, no trailer way. or anything. There's no way. Because the thing is, they said they're starting filming right now. And I'm like, what? well, then how's it still got the date? They July cast 9th. her about two years ago. They did. And she said, Nothing I think she said, right? They were, uh, she being Halle Berry, who's yeah. not Halle Berry. 
but it looks like Halle Berry. Yeah. But you also have Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. You have David Diggs as Sebastian, Jacob Tremblay as Flounder, and Aquafina as Scuttle. I like one of those castings. Aquafina is in everything. David right Diggs. Now. Yeah. And yeah, do you see good. Scuttle? Uh, Aquafina Skull being any different than Aquafina as anyone else? Rhea, the, yeah, the last uh, dragon. What is her name? The dragon. Show enough. Yeah, no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. You know, I had to. Anyway, uh, here's the plot summary. Right. Yeah, this. I'm just going to read it as written. Okay, we're going to keep making sloppy live action versions of our classic <laughs> animated features until you stop paying to see them with evil love, Disney. <laughs> So well played. Just as it's well written, played. I'm not going to judge. That's just how it's written. Rob Marshall's so, last couple movies are Mary Poppins Returns, Into the Woods, Pirates of the Caribbean's, whatever that one was, and uh, like nine. I like how that's the subtitle to the Pirates movie. Whatever that one, whatever was, that one it was. could have been Stranger Tides. I think. So even if this doesn't come out in July, that is the cast list and the director for yeah. this movie, which is which, being worked on. I, that it's being worked on right now. They said they started filming, but they wow. said they'll be filming for three months. And I'm like, then how's it coming out in July if it's already? Yeah, they must have kind of just shelved it for a bit and not changed the date because they don't want to. They don't want to admit that they're going to go. They're going to push it farther. Yeah, I bet. The, I bet we see this one early 2022. Yeah, but I'm curious because. Usually Disney's more on top of their release dates than this. And that's I, I'm still trying to figure out if it's actually going to be released. But well, they said July. Regardless of when it's released, I do not want to see this movie. I want it to bomb because Little Mermaid is is the Disney Renaissance it movie. Kicked, that is it kicked off the modern era of yeah. Disney. And it, it is it stands the test of time. You watch that nowadays, yeah. it's still great. Uh, what the animation doesn't quite hold up? It's classic Disney. Yeah, animation. but it does. The they're, animation they're has not, not Aladdin aged well. or Beauty and the Beast who are using the cool CGI of the time. This that is also hasn't aged great. But yeah, I, I, all the respect in the world to this movie. There should not be like this is where it needs to fall. Mm-hmm. We got to stop these live actions. This so is where we take our stand. Would yes. you rather see an Ursula movie? Or see the Little Mermaid be redone like like it is. I wouldn't mind seeing it, like if you go into the backstory of Ursula and Triton and that whole thing. I'd, Guys, I'd watch that. I think we all just uh, want to see the Flotsam and Jetsam movie where they I, become priests. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you when they go to seminary and uh, they're in holy water. So you good. If you don't know what we're talking about, see our Disney Sidekicks bracket episode. Yeah. Good luck. But I just uh, Javier Bardem's going to be in this as well. I, I think he I think he may be King Triton if I remember right. That would be good. But I hmm. just look at this movie and it just screams to me TV special. Yeah. This was the you know, if they did one they did do a live action TV special. Yeah, sort of, of the musical. Kind of, that's yeah. what this feels like. It's like, hey, here's these big names of the time and they're gonna do a movie. Oh, and, and the uh Halberry, I can't ever say her name right, because I keep wanting to say Halle Berry. Right. She's a musician who has never really acted before. Oh, that turns out great. And I just look at those types of things and I'm like, don't put her as the tent pole if she does. She doesn't have her own Wikipedia page. It's <laughs> not Chloe, legit. But it's Chloe. Chloe X Halley is what her page goes to. They're an R&B duo composed of oh, sisters. Chloe I and Hall- Halley. Heard of that. Ba- Halley Bailey. Bailey, huh. not Barry. Why did I write Barry? Because yeah, it's Barry. Yeah, I keep saying Halley Barry and it's Halley Bailey. I'm so confused right now. Well, I will say I'm glad they cast someone who can sing. They yeah. haven't done that lately. Jody Benson can sing. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're not going to cast Jody Benson. No, no, no. The older mermaid. By the way, redheads are furious that they're, oh, getting, yep. a, they're getting a Disney princess taken away from them. Yeah. yeah. Redheads I mean, are kind of being shut out lately. Poor real redheads. sad. Poor, yeah. They get real angry about that, as we all know. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Just fiery temper. <laughs> With good reason. So many stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's keep throwing some out. You soulless Kent. How dare you make fun of them? <laughs> My word. All right. Joel, what's your number two? My number two is Cruella. 
Okay. okay. There we go. Uh, but Ken didn't, read, well, the, pretty harsh on Ken Disney. didn't read the plot summary I had. Okay. What do you got? The one I have here says, she murders puppies and wears their skin, <laughs> but really she's just misunderstood. And this movie's all about girl power. Please don't tell John Wick. <laughs> Actually, so <gasps> Cruella versus John Wick. John Wick. Oh, yeah. There's no, that'd be the shortest movie ever. Easy. Uh, I've already kind of talked about this at length, Kent. Yeah. But it really, do, and I tried not to talk too much, but I really just, it annoys me to no end when they take a villain, a perfectly good villain, and then mm-hmm. say, but they had a sad backstory, so we should feel some sympathy for them. And I'm like, no. I didn't like when they did with Maleficent, who is yeah. one of the greatest Disney villains of all time, right. until Maleficent came out. And now they're doing the same thing with Cruella de Vil, and I'm like, stop. Stop well, like, making villains I, sympathetic. Do you Ugh. sympathize with Joker and Joker? Yes. It's, do you sympathize no, with him no. or do you just kind of watch it's his like, journey? It's like, oh, that poor guy. I, I am going to hold out hope that it's more in that direction. And she's just evil. Okay, fair if point. If she's just evil, I think I this will be a But they already have a villain in Emma Thompson in that movie. Right? So she, she, it's about overcoming the villain to be the worst villain. I'd be okay with that. That would be fine. See, and, and fair point, Zach, because I did. I was very hesitant about Joker because I'm like, I don't want a sympathetic Joker story. Plus, we don't want a backstory for the Joker. No. Who needs it? But then the, they pulled off the movie in a way that I went, okay, I don't sympathize with him. I pity him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then that works. If yeah. you if it's that if it's a pity party, I'm in. But Disney <laughs> Disney is not Todd Phillips. No. Disney no. will not allow Cruella. They pull their punches. I'm gonna say this. Disney will not allow Cruella to kill a puppy or to even wear. I don't no, know. They're she, going to allude to dogs not liking her. And that's about it. You know yeah. how Solo, the the Star Wars story, was based on like. Oh, yeah. That movie came yeah, out. Yeah, that came out. Like three lines from, mm-hmm. from the original trilogy. I feel like Cruella is just based on the one scene of her being crazy driving the car. Yes. Like we're going to turn that whole energy into just a whole well, movie. And it is. It does make you wonder. I don't know if this is addressed in 101 Dalmatians or not, but how Anita. Is Anita the woman? Anita Darling, yes, I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah, how Anita and Cruella, how they were even friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, actually, it's a good call. So, how I, are they friends? And that's, but that's a question I don't need answered, but maybe it, that's what they're basing it on. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so, good choice. Cruella, there's my number oh. two. All right, Kent, what's your number two? The Suicide Squad. Okay. Yeah, it comes out really? August 6th in theaters and HBO Max. Directed by James Gunn. Yeah. But it's DC, Kent. I hate everything about this movie. It's DC. Oh, I'm done with DC. I don't know if you knew that. Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. I'm good because I saw the trailer for this one and this looks horrible. Does it mean that you can finally bash on Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice like the rest of us? No, because that movie's amazing. So the story is supervillains Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Bell Reef Prison join the super secret, super shady Task Force X as they are blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they fight together, they die together. And that's about the story. This Didn't one this is come out in 2016. Suicide Squad. It sure kind of did. If that's the real version, I'd like to see the air cut of just, that movie. I'm just saying that like this title sounds exactly the no, same. No, this one has a the. the. Oh, that was Suicide different. Squad. This one has a the. When We're, did Suicide Squad come out? Did I even it was 2016. Right? It We're was. definitely not listening to Justin Timberlake. We're adding the the. Yes. Yeah. No, the Facebook. What was his, what's his name? Parker? Sean, Sean Parker. Sean Parker. Yeah. I like strange references to social networks. Social but here network. we go. It's a great show. Trent Reznor score. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know people love James Gunn. I watched Why the trailer for this one James Gunn? because he tells people to love them. The because movies, of Guardians of the Galaxy. The movies he creates are fun. Ah, really spotty track record. Fun. I like really spotty. Super? How Gunn super? Movie. Oh, I hate super. Of course you do. So much. This guy has made some entertaining movies because Slither's quite fun. Slither, Guardians I'm of the think, Galaxy. I'm thinking Slither and Guardians. Was a huge hit. Yeah. What else has he done? Not much. Okay. 
Guardians uh, of the Galaxy 2. The specials. Like, he's done movies that no one really cares about. And then in the trailer, he calls himself, like, from the brilliantly twisted mind of James Gunn. Do you think he did that, or do you think that they the kind of kissed up? Oh, he, he had to approve it. In the trailer trailer. It's his trailer. No, he didn't. You don't think so? Not at all. I bet you directors have almost no say on their trailers. I wonder. It's all studios and third-party companies. Because he was the one that released the trailer. The third-party so, I mean, third company. like That's the famous story of the the other Suicide Squad is the trailer company that's made true. it a, a different movie entirely. Yeah. Because well, he created the first trailer, and they they created the other ones. Yeah, and if you look at the first Suicide Squad 2016 trailer, it's a totally different it's, movie. It's footage. So I, this one, you look at the trailer, and it's, it's these splashy uh, title cards that almost make it feel like a video game. This has Fortnite energy mm-hmm. and it's just, it, it has oh. Fortnite. You're, you're not wrong yeah, on this one. It's not good. This one. And I want to keep it family friendly, but if you've seen the red band trailer, I'm sorry, but this one is all just crass humor. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of the joke we, is like, look what we can say in this R rated movie. When you don't have something clever to say, you say something shocking and people think that's good enough. Yeah. I can say. Yeah. That's us for sure. And I'm kind of done with Harley Quinn. Like, why yeah. is she the mainstay when she's, Margot Robbie's fantastic. Margot Robbie, I still like you. She's a bit inconsistent. Kent, Kent may be in against the role. you, but I'm still for you. I think the most enjoyable part of this movie is all the deaths. I don't think they'll pull punches. I think they will kill almost every character. You know with a cast that big, they've got some fodder to kill off. Yeah. Like Nathan uh, Fillion is not oh, going to make it very far in the Pete movie. Pete Davidson. Pete oh, Davidson he's gone. so dead. We should actually have like, like a, a death pool. A dead yeah, pool. a dead pool for sure. <laughs> I think King Shark will be really entertaining because it's a giant walking shark that rips people in half. Yeah, they'll keep him around. But... This movie looks so uninteresting to me that I don't even really care to watch it. I mean, I will because it's on HBO Max and I have it. But that's about it. This isn't a theater movie for me. I think I'll kind of hate it. Okay. What's your number one, Kent? My number one movie is the same movie that Joel has for his number one movie. You probably so. Yeah. It's Space, Space Jam, Jam A New, New Legacy. Legacy. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? Kent, you mind yeah. if I read the plot synopsis yeah, go for this? Okay. Because it seems like you've been I'm, spot I'm on. I'm just going to read as, as it says on IMDb. <laughs> LeBron James continues to play second fiddle to Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time, in this lackluster half-baked sequel to the lackluster half-baked <laughs> Nike ad of the 90s. That's just how it's read. So just, Yeah, it's clearly. Just, I'm just reading yeah. the thing here. You've hated this movie and that previous movie for a long time. No, because I didn't see Space Jam until I was an adult. Which is why you hate it. And I went, I really didn't like that. And then when they said, that was almost right after they said, and then right after they said they were going to make a sequel, yeah. and I'm like, Why? Why would you okay. make a sequel to Let's this? ask Zach. Why? Why I, is it important they make a sequel? It's not. Oh, okay. Because you like the original, right? I saw it came out when I was six. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? It was, <laughs> I was the demographic. I'm allowed to like you're this. You're a dumb kid. Is that I what you're saying? I was a dumb kid who didn't sure. have taste. And, but here's the thing. I still grew up with the Looney Tunes. Yeah. So yeah. I knew I had full context for what was going on. I watched Looney Tunes cartoons. I had seen like the movies and stuff. And mm. I was watching Michael Jordan. Which, and you know, especially in, as a kid in Utah, like I hated Michael Jordan. Yeah. But uh, still, you knew how good he was. But I, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm watching Looney Tunes cartoons with my kids right now, and we're really enjoying the Looney Tunes cartoons. And it's because Looney Tunes cartoons are fun. They're enjoyable. And they're not trying to sell you a product every five seconds with sports celebrities who cannot act. Not at all. Even th- I hate Space Jam for the fact that they made Bill Murray not funny. Was he not funny How in the movie? Dare not they? really. No. Wayne. But Wayne, he showed up. Uh, Wayne Knight was there as Wayne well. Wayne Knight. Yeah. Wayne Newton. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is okay. as well. Wayne Knight was was like the funniest actor in that whole movie. Oh, yeah. I just, I looked at the cast of this and I'm just like, you know what? It, I feel bad saying this. Looney Tunes, 
kind of out of the spotlight right now. This so is, much so that this movie looks more like Ready Player One. This is a yeah. desperate attempt to get them back in the spotlight. And I don't think it's going to succeed. Well, for example, so the cameos in this movie, we have the tornado from The Wizard of Oz, Baby Jane, Agent Smith, Space Ghost. The Mask is in here. Uh, Tim Burton's Batman characters. Basically, they're not going to get Jim Carrey, are they? No, but it is someone that looks similar. Everyone James Kennedy. 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 Oh, that would be. He probably would. Honestly, he what would. else is he doing? Uh, but they're, YouTube, like you, like you said, Adam Sandler voiceovers. Ready, play, yeah, Ready Player One, where they're just like, "Hey, we got nothing else. Everyone's talking about multiverse movies. Let's do a Warner Brothers multiverse." Oh, by the way, directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, like not that, this, this one, one but yeah, no, uh, Ready Player One. This that is one directed by yeah. Malcolm D. Lee. This but, one, oh, this looks so bad. I, I guess <laughs> this this movie would be worth watching, kind of like Ready Player One, because the people in the background, like I mentioned, like Moffertelli, is there watching these games. Uh, Pennywise, the Fury Road Riders, and all that kind of stuff. Like you're like, oh, that's clever, is no, it? No, it's Hanna not Barbera clever. Characters? It's, that's it's distracting. It's not clever. It's pander. It's pander. I mean, but it's nostalgia pander, which yeah. which wins a lot. Sometimes. Well, okay, if they have substance to back it up, because the cool thing about Ready you know Player they One is that it was this emotional everyone coming together moment. Mm-hmm. Everyone was coming together, and it was be like, oh, they're all together because they're all fighting for one cause. This is a great moment. Yeah. This if they're just all watching a game, I'm like, that's gonna seem stupid and cheap. Right. Much like LeBron James. <laughs> He's kind of true. His line readings in the trailer alone oh. are. Uh, some of the worst I've ever yeah. heard. Uh, in fairness, I think that he can't see the script because his ego's in the way. It, that's, he can't read the words. It's weird. He was reading the lines and kept just falling over. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> no, I, I, I do feel bad for Looney Tunes. As well. They've tried to do a jam franchise for mm. the past 20 years, and they did do Looney Tunes back in action with Brendan, Brendan Fraser and Jenna Elfman. Yeah. 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 But they were trying to do back then Spy Jam with Jackie Chan. They wanted to do Skate Jam with Tony Hawk, nice. Race Jam with Jeff Gordon. None of these movies worked. So they're like, let's just fall back on doing... People really like Space Jam. Let's do Space Jam again. They Who's the just, biggest star? They should have just gone with Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch that. Definitely the I, one we want to bomb. Is, yeah. I want no. this one to flop so hard. I want it to flop like LeBron James on the court. <laughs> Sports Sports reference. jokes. And with that, we are done with what we want to bomb. If you're still listening, thank you. <laughs> Negativity is probably not over, but mostly over. Yeah. Because now we're going to move over to the five movies that you guys want to see the most from your fifth to your number one. We'll end on the movie you want to see the most. But yeah. uh, Joel, let's start with you. What's your fifth pick? My number five most want to see comes out July and it's The Forever Purge. Wait. Hold on. Oh, Joel no, jokes. No. Joel oh, jokes. Yeah. Oh, Joel yeah. Jokes. I got get. Oh, I got get. I was like, have like, you seen no, the other really? I, have not, I have not watched a Purge movie since the first Purge so movie. Desperate. Oh, I went, that's I, the one worth watching. I went, oh, that was kind of a creepy horror movie, but I don't want to see any others. Yeah. yeah it's dark. So this one is called The Forever Purge? The Forever Purge. Okay. I don't know why. Because like, how, how many Purge movies do we really need, Ken? Yeah. I like the binge movies more <laughs> instead of the Purge movies. Like the Surge movies. More. Yeah. Uh, no, my number five pick is actually Samaritan. Oh, yeah, with Sylvester Stallone, right? Exactly. So, you remember Hitch, Zach? Yes. You remember the premise of Hitch? Came out when he was six. Date date Doctor, Will Smith? No, well, kind of. So, uh, it's kind of like that, but not. Uh, This is coming out in June, by the way. So, this movie is, I'll I'll read the plot synopsis here. A young boy comes to the realization that a famed superhero, who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago, may in fact still be around. So, think uh, Mastermind... Okay. Think Hancock. Mm-hmm. Did I say Hitch? 
Really? You totally yeah, did. you mentioned Hick. I Hitch. meant yep. Hancock. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hey, same actor. So Hancock was one where I'm like, I really like <laughs> that <Doctor>. premise. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was. Oh. I laughed because I'm like, yes, that's another role he played, Zach. Ha ha, <laughs> you stupid fool. <laughs> and really, I'm the stupid fool. Australia. So, <laughs> I, so oh, I hated Hancock. No, and so much. But I love the premise of like a superhero who doesn't have it all together. That's yeah. kind of a cool concept. It's poorly constructed. And then Mastermind, a superhero who's thought dead, but just in hiding. Right. And he's actually... Megamind, totally the yeah. worst. By mastermind, you mean Megamind? Megamind. Oh my gosh, did I say mastermind? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, did. did. <laughs> oh my gosh, failing on every level. That's Joel. It's all right. Samaritan. Okay. So <laughs> Samaritan. I'm just gonna start over. No, I'm not. I'm just gonna keep yeah, going. Okay. okay. So Samaritan comes out in June, starring Sylvester Stallone. Think Megamind and Hancock. There, I said it right. That nice. Time. But it just seemed to me like there really isn't a trailer even out there right now. No. But just, it's the a couple concept. images and whatnot. Yeah, a couple yeah. images of Sylvester Stallone. And I always like to root for Sylvester Stallone in mm-hmm. movies. Not because of he's a great actor, but because I'm like, yeah, you know what? This sounds like it might be interesting. Yeah. So this was one of my more hipster picks where I kind of went, not a lot of people know about this. It's still a little far away, but this could be good. Yeah, I hope so. So there you go. My number five. How about your number five? This one's a weird choice, and I had to throw it in almost because I disagree with it, but I'm curious. It's more curiosity than excitement. Okay. Spiral. What? This is the Saw movie? Yeah. This is the Saw movie with Chris sequel Rock? spinoff sequel? Yeah. With Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. So, a criminal mastermind unleashes a twisted form of justice in Spiral, the terrifying new chapter from the book of Saw. Look. I and mean, this is a continuation of the Saw franchise? I don't know. How many Saw movies have there been? There eight, have been eight. eight. And this will be kind of nine? I don't even know if this stands alone because I know they're... Okay, look. Saw, is it, this is a Hobbs and Shaw situation. The, kind of. But yeah. this is one where they're taking it a little more seriously because Chris Rock is behind it. Uh, a lot of the... Uh, oh, because he's known for that. No. <laughs> but at the same time, this feels like it could be something better than what Saw has been for the past six movies. That's because true. nobody with any clout has been attached to Saw ever. But it felt like right. this movie... It felt like this movie had the same kind it, of... It's more of a detective story than it is a suffering in a basement story. Yeah, but it's more like they have the same premise of like, Jigsaw, I thought he was dead. Apparently Which has not. been in every single movie since the third one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know why they're doing that. But I'm curious, though, because the series went every single year. Remember this? It was like yeah. Paranormal Activity. It was every yeah. year. Yeah. There's a new movie. Crazy obviously, output. to declining quality. And oh, the, totally. The kills were always kind of... Gruesome. Yeah, just oh, completely gruesome. But that was maybe the reason to watch it for some people. Mm. Whereas now it's been out of the spotlight for so long that I want to see it done well. Because okay. there's a concept here, which one and two did so well One and at. two are, are actually interesting if you yes. get past Until you know, it got the to the, the torture. Yes. Right? Which I, I think happened in three. Yeah. The, you get these traps that are just nonsensical. Right. Whereas in the You're original, going to die. There's no the, choice The original there. movie is like, you know, you can sacrifice something and then you'll mm-hmm. get out. I do think this will be more of a uh, noir story, but not that clever, but just like detectives trying to find out but who this new killer is. Chris Rock being serious. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Have we seen that before? I don't. I can't think of any role where he's been like a serious role, dramatic role. Madagascar. <laughs> it was Madagascar 2, actually. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a very nice arc. Terrible. More so it's curiosity because I like my, my cheesy horror and there's nothing more cheesy than a Saw sequel. But what if it's good? It's not going to be. It's not going to be. But what if it is? It's not going to be. So that's my number five. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And your number four, Kent? This one is called Those Who Wish Me Dead. And this one comes out on May 14th in theaters You're and HBO Max. an Angelina Jolie movie? Yeah, yeah. strangely, right? Is she directing it? Yeah. No. That's on my honorable mention. Oh, no. She's just in it? 
So this She's one is uh, directed by Taylor Sheridan, who he's the director of Wind River and Yellowstone, the TV show, and the writer of Hell or High Water as well. So Tyler Sheridan and Taylor actor? Sheridan. Yeah, he's an actor as Tyler well. Tyler Sheridan. Tyler Sheridan is in Ready Player One. That's Ty Sheridan. Ty. Oh. Yeah. So Taylor Sheridan is an amazing writer and kind of a new director. Like, Zach, I don't know if you've seen Wind River. Ooh, it's no. phenomenal. Heavy. Very heavy. Very good. Very heavy. And I think this will be another heavy movie with more kind of a... Almost like a cheesy, like, hitman chasing people yes. in a... And here's the story. A teenage murder witness finds himself pursued by twin assassins in the Montana wilderness with a survival expert tasked with protecting him and a forest fire threatening to consume them all. So this is being pursued by killers as a fire is happening. Right. So I'm not a big fan of Angelina, Angelina Jolie's movies. Neither. But when I watched this trailer, I went, ooh, that seems like a very big predicament because yeah. she's trying to protect this boy. They're hiding out in the forest and the bad guys are like, burn him out and they start a forest fire. Yeah. Which she's obligated to put out. Right. But she's also trying to protect this boy and can't make herself known. And to see good actors as these assassins like Nicholas Holt and Aiden Gillen, two perfect people to play like, you know, like, I don't want to like them at all. Mm -hmm. uh, also, John Bernthal's in here. He's been in a lot of other Taylor Sheridan he's, movies. Is he ever not going to be a bad guy in movies? I think he's good in this one. Maybe. What? No. Maybe. No, you see him on the screen. You know he's a... You, you saw, or he'll show up for five minutes. You saw him in The Walking Dead. You saw him in Wind, Wind, Wind River. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And he's he not was a good, good in Wind River. He, he's a good character. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, don't say anything. My kids say anything. He's also uh, a writer in Sicario. Oh, Taylor Sheridan? Yeah. Yeah, he is amazingly talented. I, have, I haven't actually seen Yellowstone, but I hear it's good. It's uh, beautiful this time of year. Oh, is it? <laughs> With those fake geysers. It's, it's They're real. It's a myth. You're a myth. Aw. You, did you myth me? I myth you. Oh, stop, Muppets. I had to. Uh, but Those Who Wish Me Dead is my hipster pick on this one, just because... I think based on the writing and directing, it's going to feel different. And I don't love Angelina Jolie, but hey, I'm down. She hasn't done something So you've in both a while. written off Angelina Jolie and Margot Robbie in this, in this episode. I want to point that so out. So we're clear. <laughs> and I've loved on Adam Sandler. Who are you? I don't even know. That's oh. crazy. Let's move over to Joel's number four. My number four is obviously Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. <laughs> Joel jokes. <laughs> so I, in all fairness, I actually did enjoy the first Peter Rabbit movie. Oh, did you? Did you? Yeah. Isn't that James Corden? Yeah. Is it because Domhnall Gleeson's in it? It's because Rose Byrne's in it. Oh, yeah. And oh, Domhnall yeah. Gleeson. And M Margot Robbie's in this That's one. That's true. As a, a voice I love her, I promise. <laughs> no, you don't. Sorry. Uh, this is so... No, my real pick is old, and I've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. Comes out in July. This is M. Night Shyamalan's next movie. But mm -hmm. I now have details. I have a plot summary about this movie. Are you ready? Go for it. Because if you don't want to know anything about M. Night Shyamalan movies and want to go in with both ears plugged and not know anything about the movie, that's fine. I'm just going to give a brief IMDb synopsis that kind of tells the basis of the movie. I'm warning you now. Five, six, seven, eight. A family on a tropical holiday discover that the secluded beach where they're relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. Which sounds to me like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. And I, I actually kind of got that. I Like when I saw the trailer, it didn't tell you a lot, but it kind of alluded to this. Mm -hmm. So I kind of thought that. And then when I read it, I'm like, okay, good. I was right. But I just thought, hey, that's an interesting concept. And like I said, I'm in an abusive relationship with M. Night Shyamalan, <laughs> where every single time he, I'm like, oh, he's going he's gonna to make a great movie again. Here well, we go. Oh. No, back in the day with Last Airbender, for example. Ugh. Why? You knew that, and uh, After Earth and whatnot, you knew that you were going to get bad movies, but then something happened after the visit where it's like, okay, I'm we're back to back. being excited. Yeah. And so once again, I'm, I'm like, eh, it could be terrible. It could have a terrible ending like Glass, mm -hmm. but it could also be a good, like standalone 
twist. Yeah, almost movie. like a, it's a really good short story idea. Yeah. In Which, fact, this one is based off of a, uh, I think it's a graphic novel. Oh, is it? Yeah. So it's his second adaptation following The Last Airbender. Oh, this is going to be good. No. <laughs> well, sometimes his original ideas aren't very good either. Yeah. That's and right. very true. Yeah. It starts a lot of people you probably don't know. That's what uh, Shyamalan does. Try me. How about Alex Wolf? Oh, no. Thomas and, and McKenzie? And Beth mm-hmm. Davids. You know Thomas and McKenzie. I do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, uh, Gael Garcia Bernal. Bless you. <laughs> Rufus Sewell. Yeah. Hey, he's in uh, Night's Tale. He is actually. Yeah. Kathleen, Hold on, see. Kathleen Shelfont. You what? No. Okay. Is that the, anyway, is that the so, thing they put on cakes? <laughs> yes, it is. And that's just it. it. Joel, this is a high concept movie that could just be entertaining to watch a few times and might help his filmography a little bit Good. just based on the fact that it feels like a, the Twilight Zone. I don't think it can hurt his filmography, right. to be honest. Yeah. Nothing, at this point. Nothing really can. Yeah. All right. Ready for my number three? Let's What's do it. Number three. My number three is The Kissing Booth 3. No. Oh, this comes out in August. It's mm, the third no. movie in the franchise. I haven't Can't seen believe. the first two, <laughs> but the, this one looks like it might have, be I've awesome. I've seen the trailer on Netflix for some reason. <laughs> I watch YouTube videos describing the first two movies, and I almost want to watch them to punish myself. <laughs> But I can't. for Kent Miss. Oh, uh, no. My number three uh, is directed by Peter Jackson. And it's The Beatles Get Back. Awesome. Yeah. So this is a documentary. Uh, and it stars Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, John Lennon, and George Harrison. Mm-hmm. But I'll read the plot summary here. This is a documentary about the music group The Beatles featuring in-studio footage that was shot in early 1969 for the 1970 feature film Let It Be. Okay. And Wait, I, so it's all just from one aspect of their career? I think there will be other stuff. Okay. But I think it's kind of this unreleased footage that's kind of the cool thing about it. And you watch it, it's Weird. really fun to see the Beatles kind of riffing with each other and mm-hmm. talking and, and having a good time. Because you, I don't know, you kind of forget that they're just, they were boys when they first started out. Yeah. Well, and this is kind of the same angle that Peter Jackson took with They Shall Not Grow Old. Yeah. They're his World War One documentary where it was like, yeah. hey, these guys were people. Yeah. And so I, I think it'll be very successful because of that. I am always looking for a good documentary. I, I love the Beatles. I think their music is fantastic. But I also... You have said multiple times they're overrated. Go on. I never said that. Joel said that. Joel said you that. You said that they're... You both said that they were I overrated. Think I no, said that no, one. You no, said no, albums no. were overrated. Oh, no. The White Album. Is oh, White Album is okay. overrated. Yes. But yes. No, the Beatles never. They're 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 rated. Revolver. Oh, we like Revolver. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Save it for our Beatles show. Yeah, there That's we go. never happening. It's happening. It's a big show. We did the Beach Boys. We could do the Beatles. Anyway, the, the Beatles have fallen out of favor with younger audiences. Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping that this can bring them back and, and get them the respect that they deserve. Dang it. We need like the anthology series from 1994. Remember that? Yeah. I that really those. reinvigorated like the love for the Beatles. I still have Freeze a Bird and uh, Real Love. On, oh, yeah. Good songs. I, I really do enjoy those. Yeah. Plays. I don't think that the Beatles are going to get popular again until they... I don't know, have some sample in a Post Malone song. And oh. kids will be like, oh, those, those Beatles, no. they're pretty good. Please, no. Just saying. Kent? My number three has been discussed because clearly I jumped in on Joel's choice. It's old. Yeah. And when you look down at your screen, we're reading stuff. I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, it's one of his picks. I, I can't not include M. Night Shyamalan. And once again, it's almost a spiral pick because it's curiosity. Sure. I just have to know what he's up to, even if I'm going to be massively disappointed. to the cat, right? Oh, it's not good. And uh, Shyamalan has almost taken up nine lives with his feature films. I see what you did there. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, this one is uh, looks so interesting because it's also not in his, uh, I, I would say, his comfort zone of Philadelphia. Because that, that's where he's always filming his Philadelphia, movies. Philadelphia. <laughs> West Philadelphia. Born actually. and raised. There we I, go. I was doing Bruce Springsteen. But this is Shyamalan going for, it's, it's one of his brightest movies for sure because it's all taking place on the beach. But it's going to be really 
I think really dour. Like I think with them aging so quick, it's going to be pretty miserable, especially with you're at the beach with your family and your kids are aging right in front of your eyes. Creepy. Yeah, it's, it's like really one division. Uh, who's in this movie? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we've been there. My number two hipster choice. It's called The Green Knight. Okay. I <laughs> yes. watched the trailer for this. Yeah. Made no sense to me. It sure doesn't. No sense. It was the guy from Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Deb Patel. Yes. And I went, oh, I know him. And then I watched the trailer and went, I don't know what this is about. So I couldn't put it on my list. And this is your number two? It's my number two. I've been Why? waiting for this one because I like movies like <laughs> The Lighthouse and The Witch. And this seems the like the same. The Witch. This seems like not not terrifying. But it seems like the same sort of feel. This is directed by David Lowry, who did a ghost story. Remember the Casey Affleck in a sheet movie? Yeah, that was that was moody beyond belief. That's totally a Sundance movie. Yeah, and this one feels like a you know A twenty four, the studio that mm-hmm. brings out all these weird movies like First Cow. This is definitely like an A twenty four type movie. Wasn't First Cow the one with Katie Holmes? <laughs> no. Wait, what's the Katie Holmes movie? His first daughter, I think, oh. or something like that. <laughs> no. It's like a sequel to that one, right? It's the President's Cow. Yeah. Uh, so this one is a fantasy retelling of the medieval story of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. It said that. That was the synopsis. And I went, I don't know that story. So it is a story. Uh, and I've seen maybe too many nerdy BBC shows about King Arthur and his, his Knights of the Round, basically. Mm-hmm. And so Gawain is his nephew. There's the Green Knight, who is a very like uh, a very environmental friendly knight. It, totally right. A powerful, sometimes super seen as supernatural presence that Gawain wants to defeat. It's almost like his coming of age rite of passage sort of thing. Is Gawain's friend uh, that rides right with him Gwarth? <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Well done. Party on Gawain. <laughs> Party on Gwarth. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even set that up either. No. Game on. So this one, just because of the mood that trailer brings and the posters are cool. I think Dev Patel is such a great actor. That he is. I think this movie really won't like Lion. make it won't make much sense. But like in this, he fights like he's pr- trying to prove his worth, and he fights ghosts, giants. I mean, all sorts of supernatural creatures, yeah, obviously corrupt men and stuff like that. I'm very excited, and I know it's a total hipster choice, but I don't know. This if one you has, understand the movie after you watch it, let me know. This one has potential to be one of my favorites of the year. I think based on okay. how excited I am of it. How can you be excited about something you know nothing about? Still, that's what captivates me. I think it's the mystery. Mm -hmm. Joel, what's your next movie? Shouldn't be a surprise because I talked about it multiple times before on Bacon Sale. I'm still excited for Spirit Untamed. (laughs) It's the sequel to Spirit, the Cimarron story, whatever that other DreamWorks one was. So Spirit then became like a Netflix series. Yeah, they've had a whole spinoff thing. And I think this one is probably based more off of that. Yeah. But it's still a sequel of sorts. Who yeah. cares? Stop giving so much time to a Joel. I know joke. because <laughs> it's a it's a Quiet Place Part Two. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank you. Directed by John Krasinski. Now wait, number two, number two. Yeah, yeah. Because this used to be number one, but it's been pushed back so many times that I'm like, eh, eh. no, you know, it's, it's I'm still so excited about it. It's it's one to watch. In fact, I left this off my list just because I knew you'd bring it up. And it is. This, it's one I'm going to be stoked to watch. This is a prequel to a Quiet Place where you kind of see where prequel sequel. Prequel sequel. Yeah. Yes. Where it shows kind of how the events started and where they're going. In addition to Emily Bunt and, and you know, flashbacks from John Krasinski, mm-hmm. it's also got uh, Killian Murphy and uh, I'm not going to say his name right. Digimon. 
Juman Huntsu? Yeah, Juman Huntsu. Digimon. Yeah, Digimon. Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm sorry. But I think it could be good. I, w- I didn't want a sequel because I thought we a didn't need it ended well. Where yeah. it was like, it gives you that, that Matrix type ending, you know, mm-hmm. and says anything is possible. Just fill in the gaps on your own. And could, now could a bad get... part two ruin part one for you? Could it taint the experience? No, I mean, I mean, if, if they made a Matrix sequel, I don't think it, no, it would have. They never it. did, right? No, so, I don't think it would. So yeah, Matrix is good. Yep. So yeah, I think <laughs> it could still be good. I think it's still going to give us a few frights, and I hope to see this one in theaters because I didn't get to see a Quiet Place in theaters. Oh yeah. Oh. And when so, does wow. this come out again? This comes out May twenty eighth. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. According what? to this, it was supposed to come out last well, year. If you done. It was done. Yeah, that's so soon, though. I know, but I I'm hope. excited. I, it, it's a fantastic theater experience because it was truly nobody even wanted to like reach into their popcorn or anything. Yeah. yeah. So quiet. Yeah. Anyway, that's my number two. That's a great choice. Some honorable mentions? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, honorable mentions, I'll jump into these real quick. I actually did put down mainstream because... It looked interesting. That's the one about yeah. the YouTuber. Andrew Garfield. The fake, yeah, the fake life kind looks, of thing. It looks bizarre. Might be cool. Uh, free Guy does appeal to me because mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds, I think, is charismatic. The Woman in the Window. Uh, we talked about that one mm-hmm. with Amy Adams. She's an agoraphobe who thinks she sees a murder. Kind of rear window-esque. Yeah. Riders of Justice looked interesting, interesting to me. The Owls of Gahul? No. Yeah. <laughs> what is this Riders of Justice? No, it's... Oh, what is his name? Mads Mikkelsen? Is that his name? Oh, yeah. He's awesome. Uh, so he's this... I like how I just agreed. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think... I'm pretty sure that's his name. That's a name. This is a... Uh, Bloody Eye. He, he plays Bloody Eye. Yeah, it is Mads I just Hannibal. Like Mads Mikkelsen. It's, it's a revenge tale about this guy who kind of his uh, wife gets killed in an accident, but it turns out it's not an accident. So then he goes and hunts him down. But these help of it almost looked like this weird comedy. So hmm. I don't know. Look up the trailer. Is it a Western? It's a foreign movie. Okay. Uh, I like how that's my answer. So yeah. <laughs> Flashback has Dylan O'Brien in it. And I like Dylan O'Brien. It is. And that one, that, that was right after I watched Love and Monsters. And so I went, this looks kind of interesting. Okay. See what else here. The Suicide Squad I did put on there, Kent, just because uh, it was the thing where I saw all those people thrown up as fodder. And I'm like, I want to see that to see who dies. Okay. I'm curious. The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt, where they... A Netflix movie, I think, they right? They pull people from the past to fight in the future war with aliens. Hmm. Yeah. So they go back like in soldiers time from soldiers. wars past, Yo, right? And, and I don't, yeah. And so I, I saw that one. It's just a teaser is all I got so far. Mm-hmm. But I actually put this on there before I even saw the teaser because I'm like... That's an interesting Could premise. Interesting. And I actually did have the, uh, Those That Wish Me Dead on the other bunch as okay. well. Okay. So I have Wrath of Man, which is a Guy Ritchie movie I didn't even know was coming out. This is Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. So uh, this comes out May 7th. So okay. really, really soon. Quiet Place 2, obviously. Mm-hmm. Don't Breathe 2, which they say comes out in August, but there's no. been no trailer or real, no I, real news. It's only called like Don't Breathe Sequel, which yeah. Don't Breathe oh. was a terrifying horror yeah. movie. Like I did not expect that one to go where it went. Right. And so this one is basically like... The old man is in a cabin and something else happens. Unlikely thieves try to break in again. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it once. I think the suspense worked so well and I think we could leave it there. But I'm curious to see what happens. Stephen Lang was so good in that first one. Maybe they should do it again, but less gross. Yeah. There's the scene. A little less gross. Well, clear play. Yeah. Wasn't as gross. That's true. But can't can't describe to me in great detail why it was gross. (laughs) You're welcome. So, and then my last one is Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. Terrible title. Yeah, yeah. The reason I didn't put this one on my top five list is because it's not James Wan directing anymore. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of the same creative people. It's kind of like what Insidious did. Because I, I kind of like, oh, number one is good. Number yeah. two, less good, still okay. Uh, of Insidious? Of or Insidious. Of, okay, yeah. And then it just becomes this other series that isn't good quality. The Conjuring was one of the most terrifying movies I'd seen since The Ring. Right. 
And then I watched The Conjuring 2, and I'm like, that was pretty scary, too. It was diminishing returns, and yes. I'm worried this third one, which I don't like the title. Yeah. It's just dumb. And and uh, like and, you said, And a lot of it people. is a, it's based around a court case where a yeah. guy murders his family, and he's saying, I was possessed. And I'm like, I get it, and I know that the Warrens will be terrorized by demons and stuff on the outside, right. but... Court case movies are... It's not my genre. I like, don't really uh, like But them. a haunted court case movie? <laughs> yeah. Don't like, you remember Ghostbusters 2? <laughs> well, there was the one with Superman, the court case movie. Was Superman? Batman v Superman. Oh, oh Justice. my gosh. <laughs> Dead jokes. <laughs> Here you go. The reason I think the Conjuring movies uh, succeed is because you have these horrifying things happen, but you have the core, yes. the heart of the Warrens. The Warrens are so lovable. They're so lovable and so uplifting that mm-hmm. you're like, it's going to be okay because they're there. And I think seeing Patrick Wilson Vera Farmiga in a movie like this will be great. Mm-hmm. I just don't think the story will be good. I think the scares from the what I saw of the trailer, it just looks like the Hands CG. Yeah, exactly. CG scares. Whereas like the first Conjuring, the scares mm-hmm. in that one, so good. Yeah. And lastly, just a, as a recommendation, Coda, the movie I saw at Sundance, one oh, of my yeah, favorite you really of the year, that one. comes out in August, late August. Okay. So Coda is one to watch. Okay. All right. PG-13. Yeah. Keep me, keep me updated when that yeah. one comes out. Because if it's on HBO Max or Netflix or Amazon, I could probably yeah. get it edited All the easily. streaming sources. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jill. After your uh, wonderful uh, honorable mentions, we're going to get your number one movie. What do you got? My number one pick mm-hmm. is Hotel Transylvania Transformation. <laughs> Come on. You would. Uh, no, it, this was actually, this is my number one and it replaced yeah, Quiet Place. Place 2. It's because of the trailer. And this is a Netflix original. It's directed by Zack Snyder. It's Army of the Dead. That's my uh, number one too. I knew it would be. Yeah. Oh, oh. How Why could it not be my number one? It's a Zack Snyder book. movie. I'm excited. Uh, well, I, I should have guessed that. Yeah, of course. But the thing is, Army of the Dead... I okay, so I don't like uh, I like Night of the Living Dead, the mm-hmm. original Night of the Living Dead, right? And then George Romero made a bunch of sequels that I did not really like. Nope, they're not good. And then Zack Snyder made Dawn of the Dead, right? A remake a of remake George Romero's movie, Romero. yes, and it was fantastic. One of my favorite zombie movies of all time. I, I did have this dumb moment, this dumb blonde moment, I'll say, because you know I used to be blonde. I'm still, yeah, I still, still consider myself blonde. blonde. Yeah, on my driver's license, it still says blonde. <laughs> That's but facts. I had this moment when I was watching the trailer, and it's like directed by Zack Snyder. It was a zombie movie, right? You're Zack like, Snyder doing a zombie movie. Isn't this beneath him? And I went, oh, oh, of course, Down of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> plot summary. A group of mercenaries plot a heist on a Las Vegas casino during a zombie outbreak. Which, why are we watching a movie like this? Like, does this matter at I, all? I've never seen a heist movie with zombies. <laughs> and that interests me. With the lead is Dave Bautista. Yeah. That's the only part that I'm like, oh. And Tig Notaro. Yeah. Yeah, Tig, I mean, I mean, you know, they actually added her after the fact because they they? filmed this movie. It's kind of like a dirty dozen sort of thing, almost Mm -hmm. a suicide squad thing where many will die. And so they have this crew of mercenaries breaking in. They filmed it with Chris Delia, who is this comedian. Mm -hmm. And he got in a lot of hot water with some things he did. The worst. And so they they digitally removed him and put Tig Notaro in after the fact in in the middle of the pandemic. And everything is genuinely funny. She is. And so when I saw her coming out, like looking all cool, I was like. Uh, that works. I'm okay nice. with that. Yeah. Also, Garrett Dillahunt, which I actually yeah. I really like him in, in right. uh, Raising Hope. He was funny. In Have that you too. seen Sarah Connor Chronicles? No, <laughs> I love seeing that title. <laughs> He's really good as the Terminator. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't see it. You should uh, watch it. But uh, yeah, this is one. Can you you? This is a Zack Snyder movie. You this go ahead is. And gush. You know how Nolan made Tenet last year, and it was so Nolan esque. Like it lives or dies on the fact that it is a straight up Christopher Nolan movie because it feels like it needs to be overly complex. This is that for Zack Snyder. Yeah, he's the cinematographer, the writer, and the director. And when this might be bad, 
it's, he's only going to have himself to blame. I There's think, no studio jumping in saying, we need to fix your movie. Netflix gave him money, $90 million, and said, make whatever movie you want. I think even if this is bad, yeah. there's still going to be good stuff in it. Because you get like... That's you know, his entire filmography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good call. Like, but I mean, you get like... Uh, Sucker Punch? No. Cool. Uh, Resident Evil. The Resident Evil franchise. Oh, okay. Where they are... Cool not a Zack Snyder series. No, no. that's yeah. not. A, it's a zombie series. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic zombies. And so right. that's what I'm comparing it and to. And Mia Hohovich. Yes. yes. Because the first one... Pretty good. Yeah. And then the rest of them are kind of terrible. But in almost every one, there's a part where I'm like, whoa, that yeah. was fun. And I think this will at least have a couple of that was fun moments. I think, yeah, visually, I think this soundtrack will be pretty fun the way it plays together. I think the smart zombie thing may be the downfall of, of the movie. If they're too smart, it will pull me out. Yeah. Although I liked iZombie. Okay. So high That's functioning true. zombies, a thing that I'm apparently okay is with. That, is that a problem with your expectations or will it be a true problem with the movie? We'll it's just see. messing with your own expectations. Yeah, well, the that problem could be is, it. The problem is if you make the zombies too smart, why are they zombies at all? You know what I mean? Hmm. It's like the, the whole point of the zombies is that they're unstoppable. Like it removes them from the stupid. canon. Like are, do they crave human flesh or it, are they just... It, it, are, it's kind of a Twilight situation yeah. where they like they change the formula too much and all of a sudden you're, you start, your brain starts going, well, Are wait, they demons? Are they zombies? Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, I, I think that you're putting too much responsibility on the zombies. We care too much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, we're giving them too much responsibility? Yes. They need to be whatever they need to be. No, they need to clean their room, make their bed, and do dishes <laughs> before they can play. That's what the zombies need to do. I feel like this, because based on the trailer, they're, they're like, it's a really easy job. Just go in and break into this vault and get this money or whatever. And yeah. it's like, and easiest like, job you've ever done. I am excited to see how it's going to fall apart. Now, Kent, last time we talked about this movie, mm-hmm. you were so, uh, I don't know if it was on a Pacon bit or it was a Pacon bit, yeah. Pacon bit. Uh, which you can find at patreon.com slash bacon. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, only $3 a month. <laughs> but you, That's my line. you kind of downplayed immediately the idea that this was any sort of sequel to Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Because it's not. How do you know? How do you know this isn't just down the road a ways with a totally different group of people in the same I'm world? I'm okay with that. I just think canonically it won't be tied. But what if Sarah... Polly. Sarah Polly. Yeah. What if she shows up in this movie? I'd be totally down. That As would like, be really cool. She has like, you know, the, the Though we saw hair. what happened in the end credits of that movie. Did we see it or did we not see it? We kind of didn't see it, but it alluded. Exactly. It, someone could still... Well, spoiler alert for Dawn yeah, of the I have Dead, no clue what you guys are talking about. Have but you it's seen adorable Dead? how much you like it. Yeah. Have you seen the Dawn of the Dead? This no. night, Zack Snyder one? Oh, no. so, so much fun. Okay. So much fun. Okay. And granted, Zack Snyder doesn't have like a great writer because as much as I don't like his movies, James Gunn did write Dawn of the Dead. He doesn't really have a great writer to fall back on for Army of the Dead. Did he write this one all by himself? Yeah. Oh, no. With someone else. Uh, he and someone else wrote the screenplay. Okay. So as long as it wasn't Chris Terrio. Hey, he's good when you don't edit his stuff. True. Okay. So, but look, it's going to be fun to watch. This one is released on May 21st, so really, really soon on Netflix. And I'll be watching it a couple weeks later when <laughs> Clearplay right finally away. gets Does it. Does Clearplay take a while for Netflix movies? No, well, it depends on the movie. But okay. Netflix, they're usually pretty quick on. Yeah. I'm excited because Netflix has been hyping up their year of movies, how they're having a new movie every week. Yeah. And this is one that I'm actually like, oh, I will watch that. Please promote it correctly because Netflix, you're horrible at this. Yeah. I haven't watched a single one of these new Netflix movies. Yeah, there's Stowaway, which just came out that I kind of want to watch. What? But I know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it's co-written. I just looked it up with uh, someone named Shay Hatton. Okay. Oh, who wrote John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. Uh-oh. Horrible title, but fun movie. I'm worried this might be too serious, but the, the trailer looked fun. Yeah. But was Zack Snyder writing and this other person writing that did that we'll movie? We'll see. It's going to be overly serious and have amazing visuals. Yes. 
Yeah, I'm already, even the trailer. It's just it looks so you can tell he's just flexing I think all over this. That's kind of the point. I think after the, just the humdrum mm-hmm. downer year, maybe it's just the Oscars in my head, but just downer year we had last year of movies. I wanted something I a, fun. A I fast paced zombie movie would be it. Yeah, and right. I think I think on a big on a big enough television screen, you're going to have a lot of fun with this movie because it is a big movie. Because this one is not being released in theaters as far nope. as I know. So you're going to have to watch it at home. If you yeah. guys wanted fun, then why didn't you pick In the Heights? Oh, oh, In the Heights is also coming out this you year. You want to know why, Zach? Why? I'll tell you why I didn't pick In the Heights. Because I don't know enough about it. Oh, okay. It's, I think it's it's really good. You'll like it. Of the three songs I've heard, yeah, really good. I, yeah. I know nothing about the play. Zach, I know tell nothing about, about the it. movie. Uh, in the Heights is uh, from Lin-Manuel Miranda before he wrote Hamilton. So uh, before he wrote Hamilton. Before he wrote Hamilton. He did In the Heights. Years before. It won the Tony. Uh, so like the uh, Oscar equivalent. It but won it the Tony that year for Best Musical. But it didn't get enough. Uh, like it, it didn't get the buzz that Hamilton got. Uh, it was very, very popular at the time. It just didn't get the mainstream buzz. It got the buzz within the community and has very good songs. Uh, Lin-Manuel himself is what's in the movie. The, what's the premise of In the Heights? It's basically a, a story of immigrants in Washington Heights in New York and their kind of struggles living through the city. Is it a love story? There's love in it. Okay. Is, is the, love in it? Is the, Can you see the fingerprint or can you hear the fingerprint of Lin-Manuel Miranda on the lyrics? On the 100%. Okay. He, uh, Was Lin-Manuel, it more Moana the, or more Hamilton? More Hamilton. The opening number is particularly strong, um, which is featured in the trailer that I've seen. Yeah. Uh, but the opening number in the Heights, it, it really gets you in the groove of the whole movie. I um, liked the the way it looked from the trailer. Yes. It, it reminded me of Another Day of Sun. The way yes. it was like super bright and catchy. It's directed by, uh, what's his name? John Chu, who did oh, yeah. Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's starring, oh my gosh, I forgot his name, but he's, he's in Hamilton. He's yeah. one of the... Uh, one of the bros in Hamilton. I can't remember his he name. He plays the son and... Yeah, he plays the son. Yeah. And Lawrence? Yes, anyway, Lawrence. It's my most anticipated movie because well, I'm Are you more nerd. excited for uh, In the Heights or Steven Spielberg's West Side Story? We'll talk about that on our fall preview show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that uh, one's coming out on HBO Max as well. Uh, right? HBO Max as well. And theaters. Yeah, as well yeah. as theaters. Yeah. But I'll probably watch it on HBO Max because... Thanks, Kent. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, and I I have no problem with that movie. I just didn't know enough about it to put it on any list. Yeah, and give it the justice. It, it, you know, it may not be great, but it I'm will okay. be. It's okay. It's fine. I bet it's a sleeper hit of the year. It, it'll be popular. I bet it'll make some money. A lot of people will stream it though. How crazy that movie was meant to come out before Hamilton, because Hamilton was meant to come out this, later this, this year, summer. Yeah, this coming. And summer. so, In the Heights was meant to be last year. So it was meant to be like the preface before Hamilton. You guys, what if it's musicals that saves the the theater industry? I'd be okay with that. Like the people go there to see musicals. Like musicals make a comeback. We start making a lot more of those. Yeah, well, they have been. I mean, making... Dear, Evan, Dear Evan Hansen is coming out soon too. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah, and Wicked. Maybe the movie will be good. No, it probably won't be. No. When is the When is the musical movie ever good? We'll talk about another show. Okay. Oh, good point. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh, sharing, gentlemen. I have learned a lot about movies that I didn't know about. So we wanted to thank you for listening to this, and and we hope we helped you realize that there are movies coming out this summer. Unless they're delayed. Unless they're delayed, unless they're pushed back. Yeah, we want to know which ones you're excited for and which ones you really don't care to see. Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, which ones you want to see bomb and Mm -hmm. which ones you want to see succeed. Exactly. Maybe we missed some of your favorites. But before we go, we'd like to thank some patrons, including Sweet Bottom Cakes, Jessica Drought, Sean Sanquist, Plot Twist Media, Lady Terry A. Findlay, Just Plain Old Kyler, Jennifer Kokowski, Glow Clint Daniel, Braden Winterton, Babs, Allison Gall, Alicia Bass, Adrian Gray, and Adam and Rachel Crump. And then we have the Bacon Council, which includes The Shadow, Stephen Ross, Ryan and Marley Farron, 
our favorite couple, the Madsons, Nicole D. Kale. Go Knights Go. Hmm. Mats. I'm just going to say Mats because I don't say Mats. You say Mats. Yeah, I, I say, say Mats because we're not friends. Chris Anderson, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, and Reverse Listener. Thank you, patrons. Yeah, thank you. And even if we didn't say your name, we appreciate you listening to Bacon Cell. We really do. Thank you so much. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with Quickwits. They're performing for free online on Facebook at 9 p.m. on Saturdays. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Kenny3DD. You can read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. Go to Facebook and like the Bacon Sale page. And then head to Instagram where you can go at Bacon Sale as well as Twitter at Bacon Sale. And then while you're doing that, stop by tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale to get yourself some fun merch and rep Bacon Sale. We love it when people become billboards for the show. It's kind of cool. You'll wear it and people will ask, are you selling bacon? (laughs) It's happening to me a lot. Uh, And then if you'd like to support the show further, as has been pitched multiple times already in this episode, thank you, Joel. Hmm. You can go to patreon.com slash bacon sale where support starts at just $3 a month. You can get fun, extra content, but mostly the bacon bits, which is where we just have a bunch of fun. So until next time, stay nebbish, gentlemen. Back in the saddle again. (laughs) Australia. Adam Sandler's got something better to do. What? What? I don't want to see her in a movie with that haircut. The tires are bald. They're as bald as Vin Diesel, Kent. (laughs) It doesn't even have its own Wikipedia page. It is a subsection. Kind of like us. I would walk 500 miles in day. I would walk 500 miles. When I'm lonely. Is that like a Middle Earth word? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) A little bit nebbish. Nebbish. Is he nerdy or is he just nebbish? I'm not sure. Nebbish. What did you call it, you jerk? Welcome to Nebbish Sale. I'm Zach. Joel, please stop picking on me. Stop it. Morse code. A barber's favorite basketball team is the Clippers. Sports talk. That's not a sports joke. If you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm Ladies. 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 No. I think the La La Land luster will last for a little bit longer. Rare. Medium rare. Medium. Ah. Well done. You were my brother, Anakin. <laughs> I think we all just want to see the Flotsam and Jetsam movie where they I become priests. <laughs> she doesn't have her own Wikipedia page. This has Fortnite energy. Space, Space Jam, Jam and a new, new legacy. legacy. No. It came out when I was six. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Was, I was the demographic. I'm allowed to like You're this. You're a dumb kid. Is that I what you're saying? I was a dumb kid who didn't sure. have taste. I think that he can't see the script because his ego's in the way. Wait. Hold on. Oh, Joel no, jokes. No. Joel oh, jokes. Oh, yeah. Joel oh, jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I got kid. Oh, I got kid. I left him. I guess that's another role he played, Zach. Ha ha. <laughs> you stupid fool. Think Megamind and Hancock. There. I said it right there. Nice. Jigsaw? I thought he was dead. Who are you? I don't even know. I'm in an abusive relationship with M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Gael Garcia Bernal. Bless you. Two burps and a haircut. <laughs> Two burps and a haircut. Party on Gwyn. <laughs> Party on Gwarth. Digimon. Yeah, Digimon. 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 Maybe they should do it again, but less gross. Clear play. Yeah. Wasn't as gross. That's true. But That's a good can't, idea. can't describe to me in great detail why it was gross. <laughs> you're welcome. I think that you're putting too much responsibility on zombies. We're giving them too much responsibility. Yes. <laughs> they need to be whatever they need to be. No, they need to clean the room, make their bed, and do dishes <laughs> before they can play. Chew and cookies, chew and chew and chew and cookies. Like, it's the dumbest thing. If it's a pity party, I'm in. <laughs>